For over 28 years, Aflac has been a champion, donating over $168 million to fight pediatric cancer and blood disorders, including sickle cell disease. This December, Aflac proudly joins 97.1 Wash FM and Children's National Hospital for the annual Wash for Kids Radiothon. Mark your calendars for December 14th and 15th for a heartwarming 14-hour live broadcast where you can join Aflac in their efforts to support the miracle work happening at Children's National. Save the date, tune in, and be a part of something extraordinary with Aflac. Hi, this is Private Dick Simmons from the popular web series Red vs. Blue, and you're listening to The Geek Show, Sarge Approved. And on thegeekshow.co.uk. Yes. Yes. That was Israel with his dulcet <laughs> tones doing his first introduction. Very Way. professional. Yes. Um, we're joined by me, Rob. Me, Israel. And me, Phil. Uh, yes. We will be being joined by Becca in a, a little bit. Uh, she's been caught up because of traffic. Yes. Ooh. As promised, this week we're talking about the man-machine interface, since we talked about robots last week. Yeah, this is a continuation on from last week. What was last week's topic? Uh, it was all about droids and robots <laughs> and that sort of thing. Uh-huh. It's really cool. missed out, but uh, you yeah, missed out because you were partying. Partying, yes. Yes. It was a good night. <laughs> Never invited us. Oh, well, maybe, maybe next time. The Geek Show live from Israel's party. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> live from Israel's hangover. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, <sighs> yeah. I, I think we're going to go into the news. Uh, the Geek Show follows the usual sort of format. We go uh, news, movies, games, television, animation, graphics, literature, and then we have a round table at the end where we shout at each other lots. Um, we are live on thegeekshow.co.uk. You can talk to us on the chat box, which is on the right-hand side, or use hashtag thegeekshow. We are watching. We are listening. This is live. We're not spying on you, though. We're not spying <laughs> on you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make that clear. <laughs> we so, may be watching, but we're not spying. Except for you, Steve. Yeah, you, Steve. We've got our eyes on you. Yeah, let's, give a, <laughs> let's go into the news section, shall we? And then we'll be coming back after that, after a song, going to the movies. <laughs> This is the news! Yes, first up, spider silk and microchips. Now, this is a new one on me, right? They're making biodegradable microchips. Seriously, biodegradable microchips. Can you believe it? Here's the thing. Spiders and some insects use silk to build strong webs and spin cocoons. And you know how they say it's a super material. Uh Um, Spider silk is stronger than steel, 
tougher than Kevlar, uh-huh. but it's also incredibly malleable and flexible. Mmm, malleable. It, yeah. It also has other properties, though, that make it ideal for use in electronic devices. Light can travel through a silk, stra- a spider silk strand as easily as it does through a fiber optic cable. Okay, so it's fiber optic spider. That's it, cool. It's spider web. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's. It's research being done by uh, at the Institut de Physique de Rennes in France, and a physicist Nolwen Huby says when, when we first <laughs> Institut de Physique de Derrien. de Rennes. All oh, right, okay, not the that's, derrière. That, that's, that's the physics of the bottom, yeah, I believe. Not uh, the no. derrière. <laughs> yes. Um, Anyway, they say that when they first tested spider silk, they didn't know what to expect, but they thought, we'll try it as an optical fibre to propagate light. There's no harm, is there? No, there's no harm. What they found was that it was uh, not only was it able to transmit laser light down a short strand, it also did it, uh, you know, uh, a short strand of silk on an integrated circuit chip. Yep. It did it better than all, almost any other material that they'd tried up to that point. Cool. Um, silk works like glass fibre optics, but... the brilliant thing about the spider silk is because it can bend on its own yeah. right the light travels down the path of the silk so you know how you get breaks in fiber optic cables you know yeah. uh, which can impede oh yeah the because light. they when they get bent they, they yeah. snap it's, exactly it's glass it's fiberglass but it is glass whereas spider silk is superior because it bends on its own it's much stronger as well yes um so yeah She's going to present her. She's already presented her results at the Frontiers in Optics conference uh, in New York. They're not just looking at spider silk, though. They're looking at normal silk because normal silk is a fully organic material. Um, they've taken silk from like fabrics and dropped them into whatever to get the silk proteins out. It's 100% biodegradable, and they've been using Ooh, it. Isn't that a bad thing, though? No, not integrated circuits. Biodegradable, so it means your circuits would biodegrade over time, yeah, which means the they key, would rot. Here's the key thing. Um, that side of it is being done at Tufts University in Somerville, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. by Fiorenzo Omenatouf. He's a biomedical engineer. Okay. And what, he's, what he sees in the future, he sees applications where, um, after a medical procedure, doctors and surgeons could place a silk bandage on a patient in a patient embedded with electronic functions to monitor for possible infections and that entire thing would eventually just dissolve into the body uh, completely harmlessly sounds good and that's what the the applications are looking at the looking at and we're talking like cutting edge biomedical cybernetic technology you know that that ultimately could integrate with people you could have a bio if this technology you know, 200, 200 years down the line, it could be possible for you to have a biomedical computer in your arm. Yeah. Like Buzz Lightyear. That is really, really No, cool. an actual biomedical Buzz computer. Buzz Lightyear! Not, an, <laughs> not, not a metal-based one, but an organic computer in your arm. That's that's really cool. Well, this, yeah. this is today's theme, isn't it? Today's yeah. theme is the man-machine interface. We've yeah. gone from androids, which are... Which are humanoid, humanoid robots, robots yeah. to uh, a man-machine, which is a cyborg, I believe. Yeah. And a cyborg is part man, part machine, man-machine. But the thing is, with the man-machine interface, it's not yeah. just cyborgs but that, uh, that we're looking at. Yeah. It's also how we communicate with the machines. Because remember, you remember Johnny Mnemonic? 
Yes, 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 yes. He's not a cyborg. He just connects to a computer through a neural jack. Same with the Matrix. But no, no, that mean, that makes you a cyborg. A cyborg is if you are implanted. Yeah, well, we'll get to that uh, in the roundtable. We'll get okay. to that in the roundtable. Right. Hints <laughs> about the roundtable there. Moving on, hot and cold controllers. Hot and cold controllers. Yes, Sony have just won a patent to, that suggests that they're working on something a little bit special for their new controllers. Special. What they want... What they apparently want, according to this patent, if uh, what they want is a controller that, if you throw a fireball with it, right, it heats up. If you hit someone with like an ice beam, then it gets cold. They're looking at. Uh, I'm thinking, why? Torture the player. <laughs> <laughs> why? Like, if you throw a fireball, fireball's really hot. Are you going to make it so that it burns their hand? Yeah, no, no, they're <laughs> obviously not. But this is. This is third-gen technology, so quite obviously somebody is going to get burned at one point. Yes. <laughs> you know it's going to happen. You know you know all these wee accidents where... Oh, the nunchucks in the eye. Yeah, nunchucks in the eye. <laughs> and... It's because everyone was trying to be Bruce Lee when yeah. they came out. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But the, these ones set on fire, so... Yes, or freeze. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's going to end well. Ice to meet you. Ice to meet you. <laughs> yes. Anyway... <laughs> Sony, we don't know if you're if you've had a good idea or not. We shall wait and see, but accidents are probably likely. <laughs> so you know, make sure to keep those lawyers handy. <laughs> Moving on, ridiculous research. Now, this one I've called erasing mouse memories, but I was tempted to call it the eternal sunshine of the spotless mouse mind. <laughs> it's quite a catchy title you got there, Rob. <laughs> yeah, researchers of Sta- at Stanford University claim they've figured out how to erase. The traumatic memories of mice while they sleep, bringing them one step closer to their goal of ending post-traumatic stress disorder in humans. Hmm, that's strange ethics around that. If if people have been obviously horribly, horribly abused, yeah. people, you want it erasing, don't you? You want it out of your life. But doesn't that then the change your personality? Case, it would change yeah, your personality, well. which. Which, in a lot of, in an awful lot of cases, after post-traumatic stress, is a very good thing. Uh, but, but, would that not erase evidence of the case and yeah, stuff like this? And it, it would. Yeah. But on not, the the thing that I have against this is, effectively, it, it constitutes a form of brainwashing. And last time I looked, that was illegal. Yeah. Well, I, there was an episode. The SG one, which actually covered this, where there was like a full town of like people, where like the government was like yep. brainwashing them and stuff. Every, every exactly evening, this. I believe, wasn't it? Yeah, it was every evening they yeah. had a download on the neural net. Yeah, and then soon as people tried to catch up, started to catch on, they'd like erase even more of the memory and like yeah. turn them against each other. This is exactly <laughs> what. Anyway, um, basically, this research team at at Stanford found a way to replicate. Yep. Uh, Basically, the conventional treatment for stress and anxiety caused by traumatic stress events can be grueling for the patient, barbaric even. Uh, they've got yeah. to recall the drama over and over and over in front of a shrink until eventually they learn how to deal with it. And there's no guarantee that uh, that the patient won't relapse. Now, this is interesting because Scientologists uh, use this method. No, they do. Scientologists they, they actually don't use, use this method. method. They don't. Scientologists. No, this is the best. Scientologists they use. basically get you to write it down, and they hold your hands with with electrodes. They go, "Oh, look, you're getting better. Give us more money." No, but this is one of the primary. <laughs> this is one of the primary tools that they use. It's they call it. Uh, it's basically a, a 
strange form of behavioural therapy. They get you to go over a traumatic event with somebody who is apparently trained in these sorts of things until you reach a state that they call clear. And the only reason I know this is because I went to the Church of Scientology when I was living in London and we did their personality tests and they battered us with all sorts of marketing stuff. And their methods haven't changed. It's <laughs> yeah, weird right. that the that Scientologists, Scientologists use this, but it does explain Tom Cruise. Um, <laughs> Nothing anyway. explains Tom Cruise. The, here's oh, the, here's the brilliant thing about this. So the researchers at Stanford have found a way to replicate this therapy passively in sleeping mice. I want to know how they've done that. Well, the thing is, what it is, is your you brain... Go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. It's exactly what I thought. Uh, they've uh, they've trained the mice to fear the smell of jasmine by exposing them to the smell, then zapping them with electricity. <laughs> Jasmine-based post-traumatic stress. Yeah. Once the mice were thoroughly traumatized, the research researchers went on went about untraumatizing the mice in their sleep. I want to know what Petter thinks of this. Yeah, I was just actually thinking that. I'm sure they utterly, utterly. <laughs> deplore it in every way possible. They probably kidnap the researchers, expose them to jasmine in electricity. <laughs> it would be pretty funny. Justice! Uh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> Justice! Yes, uh, that was our ridiculous research. Uh, moving on. WTF award number one. Bovine blood bricks. And this is insane. It's nuts. It, it sounds smelly as well. <laughs> it, it's completely nuts, but it's strangely logical as well. Uh, is an architect called Jack Monroe who's created a set of experimental waterproof waterproof bricks that use bovine blood as their raw material. Okay. Now, what he wants to do, he's, he's basically embarked on this project where he wants to take abundant biomaterial and turn it into something that could be useful instead of just leaving it as a waste product. When they slaughter a bullock... There's around 30 litres of blood generated oh, from there. Uh, and yeah. it's always treated as a waste material. <laughs> he <laughs> mixes the blood with the preservative called EDTA to prevent bacterial and fungal growth and a large quantity of sand. Then the mixture is placed <laughs> in a large form. quantity of sand. And the mixture is placed in a form and baked, causing the blood protein to coagulate and hold the sand in a stable, waterproof, solid structure. According to Monroe, the blood bricks have significant implications in terms of building in impoverished and remote areas because they would not be used in the centre of London. <laughs> well, yeah, well, this is the thing. This is the thing. You, you say this, but um, do you know how much it costs to feed a bull? Yeah, it's, a lot. It's not that cheap. So quite obviously, in in my opinion, this seems more of a pricey option than getting stones or mud, or poo. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Bad memories of Bangladesh. <laughs> Coming to the surface. Exactly, exactly. Mud huts, poo huts. You know, everything like that. You can build entire houses, multi-storey houses, based on just sticks and mud and bamboo and poo. Yeah, this well, is true. Why would you want to feed a... Then why, like would, you want to, to feed yourself, why would you want to surround yourself with blood? Poo's See? fine. Poo is fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's right that way, Phil. T- Tucky on the chat box is saying, can you just imagine Scientologist mice? <laughs> I do. He's Our called Lord. Tom Cruise. Zuno. <laughs> yeah, he's called Tom Cruise, like I said. <laughs> yeah. 
What's that? Zenu. If one of you guys could see the facial expression, which yeah. one with that? Yes. Uh, moving on. WTF award number two, and this one's straight from the Ukraine. Oh, of course it is. It's almost as good as our Russian ones. Yes, this <laughs> one is Killer Dolphins. Now, the Ukraine don't, uh, you know, they're saying that, no, no, we're completely humane. But according to the rumors, they want uh, they want to train marine, uh, they have a yep. marine mammal program where they want to train dolphins to search for mines and mark them with boys. But they also want the dolphins to attack enemy combat swimmers using special knives or pistols fixed to their heads. All I'm thinking right now <laughs> is sharks with frickin' lasers <laughs> That's on exactly their heads. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just... Did Dr. Evil get a job as Ukrainian Ministry of Defense or something? I want sharks. Sharks with lasers. <laughs> Can you imagine laser. the identity crisis? So you're a dolphin. Yeah. No, I'm a swordfish. No, you're a dolphin with a knife attached to your head. No, I'm a swordfish. I'm really a swordfish. <laughs> we had this this awful conversation, didn't we, about uh, people uh, taping. Wrongly so. Please do not do this, or I will genuinely call the police on you. Uh, do not tape knives to hamsters yes. to better natural selection that's not how it works <laughs> yes that is an awful awful thing that you were doing yes do not do that yeah it's like do you remember the james bond uh, character jaws yeah now that's the last ca- that's the last thing you would want to do to give a <laughs> ferret <laughs> those that you know those teeth it's the last thing you'd want to give a ferret yeah yeah let's move well away yes. from that uh so yeah the Ukraine is denying that they have that they want anything like that. Um, the well, US the Americans are quite proud of stuff like that. Well, they they also say that they nope, we're not into attaching knives or guns to dolphins' what, heads. One of the biggest companies in America is Lockheed Martin, which is funded by something like sixty percent of the government and like other parts, and the majority of the 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 main people in in what's it called Congress are part of or have worked for or do bits and bobs for um, arms dealers. Yeah. This, this bit's amazing. I have to okay. read this bit read out. It out read it out. Him. Right. Russian commandos trained to fight dolphins in case the animals were ever used against them. Right? <laughs> the Soviet Navy once deployed dolphins armed with hypodermic syringes loaded with carbon dioxide. And according to one dolphin expert who advised the Sevastopol base on caring for the animals after the program first ended, right? Soviet dolphins were also purportedly trained to attach mines to ships and were attached with parachutes before being thrown from helicopters. (laughs) (laughs) Godlike. Seriously. (laughs) Russians airdropping dolphins. Dolphins to attach mines to ships. Oh. That's just amazing. Someone's they've, had too much cat. They've been uh, they've been they've been using dolphins for years. Yes, for uh, mines, attaching mines to the bottom of ships. Yeah, but parachutes. That one's hardcore. Yeah, what what logic is there behind? How do you even get it up like in the air? Like, oh, <laughs> <No. killing> it. <laughs> oh well, that's another one for Pat. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on. WTF Ward number three, and this one is scary as hell. Black hole lasers. Mmm. Yes. Um, I didn't know we could use lasers to control the brains of worms. Actually, I do. Now. Uh, where are we? 
Daniel Faccio, who's a physicist at the Harriet Wyatt University in Edinburgh, and his team want to make lasers from black holes. Lasers from black holes. Yes. The idea. How does that work? The idea is this. Um, Physics. It sounds. It sounds really counterintuitive since light is actually absorbed by a black hole. Mm. Um, theoretically, there are some particles which should be thrown out at the event horizon, uh, which is basically what they call Hawking radiation after Stephen Hawking. <laughs> um, while never directly observed, a team of physicists and engineers think that they might not only have found evidence that exists, but that it could be used to make a kind of laser. Now, why is it scientists, whenever they discover new particles or new, uh, or new things like that, the first thing they want to do is build a laser? Are all scientists secretly, like, yes. know, trying to take over the world? Everybody that is at the peak of their scientific knowledge right now, I'd say you're in the 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 mid... mid mm, Midlife uh, crisis. Mid-30s through to 50s, I'd say. That is the peak of intellect for all these people. And what what's going on? What's going on 30 years ago, yeah? What's going on 50 years ago, 40 years ago? You've got Doctor Who, you've yeah. got... You've got all of this stuff kicking off, and, and lots of LSD. <laughs> and Star Wars, the original Star Wars. Star Wars in the seventies, yeah, yeah, of course. That's what's, that's what's going on. It's all coming. Uh, it's all coming home, Bruce, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> they uh, they haven't built an actual black hole in a lab because, according to them, it could swallow the Earth. <laughs> no surprises awesome. there. Instead, they ran a computer simulation. Uh, and tested this out. And what they've found is that um, the opposite of a black hole, a white hole, could also be used. <laughs> but a white hole is theoretical. They want, you know, they basically want to build something that can simulate the particles at an event horizon first. And then they want to take those particles and use them in a laser. I am a bit loath for them to do this because... An event horizon means a black hole. Last thing I want is a black hole. Anywhere in my vicinity. <laughs> Pull your trousers up, Rob. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many things have been lost there. Right. <laughs> that is really cool. Well, that's the end it of our... Gives you meaning to event horizon. <laughs> uh, and on that note... Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, let's move well Disney away from... Disney made it. a movie about that. <laughs> Did they? Yeah, I had uh, two robots called Vincent and Bob. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so if you've got any questions for us, if you've got anything you want to ask we us, we have officially reached the gutter. We have reached the gutter. Um, if you've got, and we're still climbing. <laughs> today's show, uh, we're going into the movie section to begin with. Is the man machine interface all about cyborgs mixing machine technology into human beings and yes. and and implants and and even the other way around how robots can become human? Yes. Uh, if you've got any questions, anything you want to discuss, or anything you want to input to this, go on to thegeekshow.co.uk where a lot of us are listening live on the button on the right hand side. There is the chat box also on the right hand side. While you're on there, you can listen. Uh, you can read uh, about our Chiptune special, which you can download. Our reviews by Rob Simpson about Looper, Paranorman. Sinister, and Don't then forget. a review from from me, from Rob. Second season of Fate Zero is finally up. I finally got time to finish it. There will be more on the way. Okay, cool. Now in the background, what we're playing and what we're going to play for the next few minutes, uh, live to you while we set up for the movie section, is a uh, live mix from DJ Cutman with his uh, summary, summary, uh, sorry, summary, autumn special, uh, a fancy coat.
Hello. I'm Professor Elemental, and whenever I'm not riding a badger around my grounds or hitting my monkey butler with a stick, I'm listening to The Geek Show, and my God, I love it. Hi guys, and welcome back to The Geek Show. Today's discussion is the man-machine interface, so I'm guessing all about cyborgs, and we're going into the movie section. Yes. Well, look at that, smooth, with the becker and everything. I know, look I at me, just so Look at her multitasking, brushing hair, brushing my while, hair. Introdu- while introducing... Trying to look less rain-swept and interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a horrible day out there. It is pants If you're caught in the rain at the moment, we get, we give you no sympathy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have no love for this you. This is 2012. <laughs> the, the Japanese yes. have had umbrellas for the past 400 years. Yes. Probably more, maybe a thousand. So you suck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> in the nicest way possible, but you suck. Anyway, moving on. How many movie cyborgs can you name? Ooh. What? And this is for you guys in the shout box as well. Give us a hand with this. How many movie cyborgs can you name? Right. Well, the Terminators is an obvious choice. Are they cyborgs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Or are they robots or... covered in skin? Yeah. Yeah. Terminator. So... No, no. Well, yes, they are. They're... they're, 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 they're they're cyborgs. They are cyborgs because they have skin. They have organic matter. So what about the the Cylons, like the the non toaster mm. Cylons, the the skin jobs that they call them? Skin jobs. Yeah. Skin jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I go with that. They they probably count as cyborgs. Daleks. Daleks are a cyborg. Oh, How? actually, they're actually, a blend of organic and machine. No, no, I don't know. They are they are organic in a battle suit. Yeah. Isn't that a cyborg? Though? No, they need the battle like suit Gundams, to Gundams aren't. No, the, the Daleks can't survive outside the battle suit. Davros couldn't mm. survive without his lower half. What about uh, clones from Star Wars? Davros. Davros is a good example, yeah. yeah. Davros is part of his life support machine. Exactly, but that's the same with the Daleks. It was part of their life support. Sorry, Becca. Uh, no, Israel was saying the clones from Star Wars, but they're, they're entirely organic, aren't they? Yeah, they're entirely organic. They're just clones. Right. Uh, what right. about... See, here's the thing. C-3PO, right... His official title <laughs> was Human Cyborg Relations. Yes, that means he spoke to humans. Yes. Human Cyborg. cyborg. Oh! Human yeah, Cyborg Relations. But it doesn't make him a cyborg. Well, this is the thing. He's purely a robot, but he's mm. an artificial. He's an android. He's an artificially intelligent one. So. Why use the word cyborg? Exactly. Maybe it's just badly written. Possibly. Yeah. As, as, as you know, George Lucas, George Lucas maybe <laughs> yes. tendency to do. What about yeah? Here's a here's a great one. Blade Runner. That was full of cyborgs. I always what was his name. Uh, his name was Billy something. The main the main uh, the main antagonist to uh, Harrison Ford in Blade Runner. I don't know. But he, him, <laughs> he, him and his band of cyborgs. Just, just checking out the chat box while we've been away on break. Tucky's posted up saying, anyone... Phil's uh, uh, anguish else, power hour. Anyone else's <laughs> stream uh, went into gen- generic looping music. It's called dance music, Tucky. It's what all the kids are listening to. <laughs> but I the thought you knew Tucky's Phil. a dad. You know. Tucky is a dad, it's fine. He's into dad what? music. Really, Tucky? I didn't know. Tucky, Tucky has spawnlings. Wow. Wow. I call them, um... It explains that Dragon Ball Z hairdo that was on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Go to bed! <laughs> <laughs> Super oh, Saiyan. Sleep hour. 
Super Saiyan Tucky. That was that was an awesome <laughs> Super photo. Super Saiyan Tucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, there's all the cyborgs from Blade Runner. So we've got Terminator, the uh, skin jobs from Battlestar. Although Blade, they're not movies. The, the, yeah, Blade, well, they actually had movies as well. Yeah, I suppose they did feature-length episodes. Yeah, um, no, they actually just did movies. They were just movies on in their own right. Razor was a movie on its own. Yeah, what yeah. like cinema release or just? Um, it was straight to DVD, I think. But okay, it was but still, still a movie. Still a movie. Um, and the ones from Blade Runner. Any others? Yeah. Uh, cyborg, cyborgs. Yeah, there's hundreds. They are quite. What about augmented humans? Humans that are improved with mechanics. What about Resident Evil, Project Alice? She's not what? a cyborg. Uh, I would, yeah. I would have said yeah. Have you seen the eyes? The eyes that go... <laughs> she's got zoom eyes. That's not the T-virus. She's a... She's augmented, yeah. She's she, augmented okay. as well. She, she's the only person that... Oh, here goes the story. She's the only person that, that properly bonded with the T-virus. Yes, I know. But also they, they augmented her. And, oh, all right. And okay. she's a clone. Yeah. I never got the clone bit. Uh, she's one of the clones. No, she's just not. She's, she's the actually the original. No, right, the yeah. rest of them are clones of her. I know this because I've been rewatching Resident Evil recently. We've, uh, we've just watched. We've just watched them all uh, because the the new one came out recently, which I believe Rob hated. Yes, uh, but I I loved. I thought it was brilliant. Anyway, moving on. So we've got out of all of out of all of movie history, we're yeah. stumped at the at just those few. No, that's loads. Um, I, I could probably keep going, but I need more time to think of them. We, the Roy, that was his name, the one from Blade Runner. Roy something. It began with a B, his yeah. name. Okay, what about, what about uh, the robot from Aliens? He had lots of organic matter and actually bled milk. <laughs> <laughs> he that's what wasn't actually was. classed as a cyborg. He, he was, was a cyborg. As, he was an android. Was he an they android? They actually referred okay. to... Uh, it wasn't just him. It was Bishop and the guy from the original yeah, alien. Bishop. Both of them were referred to and as proper. androids. Hey, why Why do they trust these androids? <laughs> they are all murderous, horrible things. Bishop, that well, no, Bishop, Bishop was, was fine. Good, yeah. No, Bishop was awful up until the pointy... Well, no. Bishop, well, Bishop was helpful. Everyone thought he was bad, didn't they? Yeah, everyone thought he was bad. Because he was played by a creep. <laughs> He did look a little... Hey, guys. Hey. You know? And I suppose they count as androids because they are entirely mechanical. Like they're they're, they're, are, they're completely artificial. Yeah. This is the thing that, um, as I understand it, there has to be something purely organic in order to make a cyborg. What about the... Uh, oh, no. No, that's my vicious brain there. I was going to say the Tin Man from... Uh, Alice in Wonderland, but he doesn't actually have a beating no, heart. But you have you have reminded me of somebody, <laughs> Inspector Gadget, uh, RoboCop. Yes, RoboCop. So Rob, you've basically been stumped here. We we've got an endless supply of cyborgs. <laughs> oh Not no, really. don't drop no, the biscuit, no, no, Becca. No, no. What about in the shout box? Any from the shout box? That Any we in the shout mentioned? box? No, no, they're all being rubbish today. You guys should get in touch on the chat box on thegeekshow.co.uk. Give us give us some examples of, of cyborgs. Okay. Next question, then. Yeah. Because we have had some difficulty with yes. them, uh, with naming them. And generally, when, the ones that we've talked about have actually been quite popular, but they're not as popular as robots. Why? Why is there such a difference in popularity? You know, why do we seem to 
dislike cyborgs more than we dislike robots. Because cyborgs are a little bit too close to the knuckle, whereas uh, robots are easily mowed, mowed downable. Robots always tend to be mindless mooks, whereas cyborgs, cyborgs tend to be unique and powerful. And like- powerful, yeah. Because that's the thing. We feel frail as humans. We feel damageable and able to die. Squidging full of yeah, organs. Squidging full of organs. Whereas if if somebody's in a fight with me, but I know they've got an automatic fist, I I may uh, I may not fight them. You know, is the is the idea? What, what oh, did it say? It, it says not in this life. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, uh, Magic Inkball. I know I'll never be a cyborg. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank, thanks, Tucky. Tucky's been efficient there. He's posted on the chat box, uh, list of fictional cyborgs. <laughs> <laughs> here they are. All of them here. <laughs> was Tucky like, just straight to the wiki page. There you go. Yes. Let's, let's not list of in. fictional cyborgs. Okay. Tucky says the T-100 is his personal favourite. Personal favorite. Yes. Well, we are coming to that. Pick of the geek. Your top three movie cyborgs. It's for you guys in the chat box as well. I'm I'm going to look through them now while uh, while you guys speak. Okay. Yes. Go for it. I've got to say the original RoboCop from the movie RoboCop. I liked, mm-hmm. and not just because his name sounds like you know his title sounds like my name. Darth Vader. Luke Darth Skywalker. Vader. Yes. Yeah, Luke Skywalker wasn't. Uh, arm. That's just one part. We'll get to no, that. No, at the no, end. no. That round is table. We'll sort, uh, sort, sort that out. We'll sort that out in the round table. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Bato from Ghost in the Shell. Bato, no, but oh, Kusanagi. It's yes. on Wikipedia. It can't be a lie. Bato's not a cy- <laughs> Bato is uh, Bato's cybernetically enhanced, but he's not a cyborg. That's what a cyborg is, mate. That is. <laughs> no, he's not cyber- That's what it means. Bato, the, o- the only things that are cybernetically enhanced on Bato are his eyes. Makoto exactly. Kusanagi is a cyborg, though. So right, that's what makes a cyborg, Rob. But so when then, where does the line end between that's a the round table question? Augmented human. Oh, okay, that's I'm, the round I'm skipping table ahead question. Of us now. How much of the body? Do, let's get it out of the way now. Right. So it's in the round table. How much of the body needs to be replaced before a person is officially a cyborg? An item or an addition, well, such as pacemaker, makes you a cyborg. I disagree. Well, I know you do, but. The, the Wikipedia doesn't, so <laughs> screw you. <laughs> Wikipedia lies. <laughs> okay, so 2000s, we've got Doc Octopus. We've oh, got yeah, General Oct- Grievous from Star Wars. Yeah. That's- uh, we've got Marcus Wright from Terminator Salvation. We've got the Daleks yes. from Doctor Who. Uh, the Cy- oh, no, I'm going, I'm going away from movies. Uh, the T-800, Robocop. Uh, Pearl Prophet from Cyborg in 1989 uh, Cyborg Mark in Hong Kong uh, John Brown and Inspector Gadget in the Inspector Gadget film yeah there's all sorts in there the Borg Queen the Borg yes oh yeah the Borg they're an entire race of cyborgs yep because they were how did we forget about them yep well we hadn't moved to TV we'll we'll move to TV in a bit this is just movie well they actually had First Contact. Of course. Which is yep. actually one of my favourite Star Trek movies. Your First Contract. Yeah. That was scary, that. That oh. absolutely terrified me, the Borg. The Borg always did. You know, people were like, oh, they were scared of the Daleks or whatever. or whatever. For me, it, me, it was the Borg. I love mm. them. Yeah, just 
Just because. So anyway, I want to wear them. Does anyone else have any favorite movie cyborgs? Who are you wearing? Nope. Nope. Apparently Uh, not. uh, No. No Daleks. No Cylons. No. No. Cybermen. Obviously the the Borg. The Borg. Obviously. Obviously. Seven of nine. We know. (laughs) Everyone loves a bit of seven of nine. Becca likes about seven of nine. That's because seven of nine was the only one wearing a decent suit. (laughs) (laughs) It was a decent suit. It was a decent suit. (laughs) She was wearing it well. <laughs> no. Sorry, for some reason, I had Rod Stewart in my head all of a sudden. You wear it well. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Rob. There's Rob showing his age. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Rob it was Rob's old. birthday the other day. He's 37 now. Wait. It was yesterday, not the other day. Well, it was the other day. It was yesterday. So, happy birthday. Happy everyone. birthday, Rob. Oh, Thank you. Congratulations. Don't remind me. Please don't remind me. Uh, 8GB, who is an Argentinian producer who's very, very cool and is very respected in the chiptunes world and I have argued with many times with on the internet because I like arguing with people on the internet. We were listening to the October 2012 Phil is a for, uh, uh, for <laughs> if, the, if, if the Kids Records. Hit us up on hashtag The Geek Show or thegeekshow.co.uk on the chat box. We are listening, we are watching... Hi, this is Sarah Canning. I play Dylan Weir in Primeval New World, and you're listening to The Geek Show. Coming into the game section, discussion called Plug Me In. (laughs) All right. (laughs) No, we're not going to play that song. (laughs) Because it's a horrible song. No, no, the, uh, what was it, the Muse one called Plug Me In? I don't know. Horrible. No, no. Oh, no, it wasn't Muse. It was a different song. uh, The song's called Plug Me In. Look her up on YouTube whenever you want. I'm not going to recommend it for any children. Rob's going to say no. Uh, anyway, yeah. What is your favourite game involving cyborgs or cybernetic enhancements? Oh, I'm just running straight in here and going straight for Deus Ex Human Resources because I Human can't resources. get that out of my head since you said it, Phil. It is. Because it, it's, a, it's a really good game. It plays really well. The, the skill of uh-huh. tree works. It's amazing. Play it if you haven't. <laughs> Rob is shocked by this revelation. What? That Deus Ex is a good game? Yeah, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> uh, well, no, the original one was. I didn't think much of it in Invisible War, but uh, third one, I'm playing through it. I don't like the boss fights. The boss fights weren't made by the studio who made the game. Yeah. And do not who? outsource boss fights. Yeah, why would you do this? <laughs> Honestly. It's, it's so rubbish because you play Deus Ex and you feel... Like a cyborg ninja assassin. This is what you feel like. You feel like augmented future Altair. It, it, it is empowering, isn't it? It is, yeah. You know, you and you're, you're powering through and you, you've picked your specific upgrades to do what you want. Um, and then it throws you into a boss fight and literally goes, you can now kill him with a gun. All of your wazzy things that you do, pointless. Good luck. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Why would you outsource the boss fights? There's a DLC, which is um, an in-house made boss fight and level set which is apparently not as bad as the other three yeah but I mean I still wanted the option to just go look where's the nearest air vent I'll just crawl through it and avoid him completely yeah and literally just leave <laughs> yeah or you know I'll leave a leave, bomb leave, leave like the uh, the, bo- the boss going well come on come and have a go if you're hard enough yeah. Well, you're just like at the end of the at the end of the mission, <laughs> like on your way home. Just, it's well, military, nope. and the boss is still there, going ah. 
See, that would be hilarious. I'd like that. I just have visions of Adam Jensen just in the car, just driving away, just nope. Going home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> home time. It's past dinner time. Yes. I'm leaving now. Bye. I'm not getting paid for this overtime, you know. <laughs> Day sex, human resources. <laughs> you know how we were Adam on about... Jensen never gets paid for overtime. You know how <laughs> we were on about the actual definition of cyborg? Yes. I've, I've looked it up. Okay. It says a fictional or hypothetical person whose abilities become superhuman by a cannibal... By a cannibal, by mechanical elements built into their body, which seems silly because I feel there are cyborgs out at the moment. The second definition is a cyborg, short for cybernetic organism, is a being with both biological and artificial parts. And Very that's big. it. Yeah, which, which we've we've had this discussion that how many. Changes matter. Yeah, oh, we're doing that at the that's round our, table. That's our round table, yes. Okay, well, obviously, build up what you think, guys, on thegeekshow.co.uk. Yes. Hit us up on the chat box and, you know. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think. And when you search uh, Define Cyborg on Google, you get people related to Cyborg Jean Claude Van Damme <laughs> pops up for some reason. What? Christine Santos. Uh, it was a Dutch movie, apparently. And Jean-Claude Van Damme's real name is Jean-Claude Camille Francois Van Vanderberg Damme. Yes. Have less names. <laughs> yes. And not be called Camille. He's called the Brussels <laughs> from Brussels. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yes. What about you guys? Your favourite game involving cyborgs or cybernetic technology uh, enhancements? Mm. Three of you guys in the shop box as well? Bioforge, mine again. It's it's that horrible, scary one, you know, that was on about before. Yes. Um, I like Bioforge. Bioforge was scary, yeah. I like Bioforge. Yeah. But then again, when you played it, you were still quite young, weren't you? I was. I was. Yeah, I was very young. Where right. did genetic enhancements come into all this? Genetic enhancements? Yeah, That's splices. Yeah, yeah, like splices from Bioshock. That's an interesting one. Because I was literally sat here thinking about Bioshock, but they're all... Yeah. Genetically enhanced super junkies, basically. Hmm. And I don't, I don't know what they would be under because they're not cyborgs because they're no, not they're mechanical. Not. Gene bogs? Monsters? No. <laughs> no, no. Mutants? Could you call oh, them mutants? Yeah. Well, they are. They are. They genetic are. Per mutants, definition, yeah. genetic mutants. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, if we're going yeah. by the, if cyborg <laughs> is a cybernetic organism, then they're genetically en- enhanced organisms. They're or- mutants. Yeah. So I agree with you. Mutants or Georges? Mutants. <laughs> George. <laughs> I go for George. Genetic organism. <laughs> George. George. <laughs> it works. <laughs> so I don't know, I Rob. Like what about you? You got a favourite game? Uh, well, the original Deus Ex. Uh, no, human not, res- no human resources. No human resources because resources. Uh, human resources is managing to annoy me a lot. Okay. Yeah, the boss fights are poo, but yes. the rest of the game is really good. The rest of the game is very very good. Uh, th- have you played Syndicate Wars? It's basically a rip-off of Deus Ex. They took a classic game, the Syndicate, and they turned it into Deus Ex. I'm like, well, where's the team battles? You know, where's my squad? I want to run around my squad and level buildings. Why can't I do that? Oh, I heard about me. this. Yeah, there was rage Syndicate, on the uh, Syndicate Wars is another one where they've got cybernetics and cyborgs and stuff like that. The Tinderbutts. <laughs> And there must be... Mo- oh, yes. Oh, yes. Metal oh, no. Gear Solid. 
Oh my. Oh yeah, we've left out Grey Fox until now. Yes. Grey Fox, he's a cyborg, isn't he? Cyborg yep. ninja, even. So many people yeah. were impressed with Grey Fox. I've, I've not actually played Metal Gear Solid series, so yeah. I'm not sure. And Raiden, doesn't Raiden turn into a cyborg ninja? Oh, Raiden, t- just a... I was going to swear on radio there. No, he's a... He's a Scooby. Scooby! <laughs> there we go. That'll do, yeah. yeah. We were all thinking it. Raiden is a That'll Scooby. do, Scooby. That'll do. I'll <laughs> do, pig. Where are you, Israel? Um, I really don't have one, mm. if I'm honest. You really don't have one? No. Hmm. should probably see the doctor about that. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and oh, we're clawing oh, our way back up to the gutter. Israel's <laughs> going to consult the magic geek ball. What does it tell you, Israel? It's what is your favourite? It thing? says bubbles. It's not <laughs> Israel it's decided to shake you. the magic geek ball and broke it earlier. Oh, okay. Becca shook it earlier on. <laughs> the geek ball. <laughs> Is that what you call it? All right. I quit. Uh, I thought you didn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> we're just getting worse and worse. It's yes. a Monday night. We're, we're not fully here. Uh, we're, yes. we're all a bit dumb. It's okay. We're not at got a level yet. We'll be there soon. Yeah. Uh, Metal Gear Solid. Grey Fox. I'll go for. Because no one said him. And Grey Fox was Cyborg Grey Ninja. Fox. And there's nothing cooler Fox. than a Cyborg Ninja. Fox. I was even stood outside the door and I was Actually, thinking, we're going to talk about Grey Fox. Mentioning Cyborg Ninjas, I'm sh- I'm pretty sure that... Uh, do you remember Shinobi? The remade Dragon Wind No, Ninja. just Shinobi, the game about ninjas. Yeah. They remade it and I'm pretty sure that the lead character was also a Cyborg Ninja. You're right, uh, right. <laughs> You missed. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to hit him with the, <laughs> with the mic. Uh, all right, moving on. What cybernetic enhancements would you like to see in a game? Mm, there's been every single one you could think of. I can fly. I can throw people. Uh, I can uh, do all sorts. I just thought well, one I'm that one for all you Square Enix fans out there. A game that does have cyborgs in Screenix. Final Fantasy VII. Barrett is a cyborg. He's got a giant minigun for a hand. Yeah, yeah, he does. Mister T's got a giant minigun for a hand. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, cybernetic enhancements that you'd like to see in a game. Um, um. It's for you guys in the shout box again. Mm, what do you guys think? Mm. I'm surprised Phil's reaction to everything that you don't know has just been no caps. No, no caps. <laughs> Edna Mode. Edna Mode. Every so, time. Seriously, if you've never seen NCIS Los Angeles, then watch it. She's in there. <laughs> the rest of the program is terrible except for when she's on screen and you're just like Edna Mode is on TV Edna it's Mode. really Edna Mode Magic Geek Ball still isn't saying anything you shook it and you angered the gods of the Magic Geek Ball yes. Israel what cybernetic enhancements would you like to see in a game if I, if I lean forward to this mic I'll just, just hit with it look <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> the, uh, our, our mics are on a bit of a swivel, and uh, I've realised my feet can actually spin the mic into Israel's face. Tells you anyone having a bit of a swivel. <laughs> <laughs> having a bit of a swivel. <laughs> Becca, what would you like to see in a game? Cybernetic enhancements. 
my game and me, my game, my brain and my me game. went. Think of something really cheesy that would just win levels. <laughs> yes. Um, Telekinesis is always good. I love being able to pick up things and just throw it away. Grav gun was always really good at that. So have a grav gun attached to your arm or something. You know what I'd yeah. really like to see more of? What? Like some kind of cybernetic enhancement that allowed you to rewind a limited amount of time, like the Prince of Persia. Yeah. Because you find I found myself playing other games rapidly mashing L1. Like, no, rewind, rewind. Oh, I'm not playing Prince of Persia. I'm just dead. Oh, oh. well. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, what I'd like to? Uh, what I'd like if I was playing a stealth a stealth game, I'd like like an eyeball. That could see around corners. <laughs> oh, well, like medieval with uh, yes, Sir like Daniel that. Fortescue's head. Yeah. Or, or for anyone else that's hand. been playing XCOM, yeah, seeing around corners, that that would be pretty bad. Oh, are, are you playing XCOM? I'm playing XCOM. X- yeah. uh, what do you think? It's so buggy. It's it full of bugs. It's, it's, it's... My, my partner described it as a maze poop. Yes. It's a maze poop. It's a maze poop. <laughs> When you finish with my Digimon World, I'll lend you XCOM, <laughs> the original one on the PlayStation. Yeah, you it's, will, uh, it's, it's apparently it's a much brilliant more game. tactical. It's yeah. a brilliant game. That's what I was hoping for from the new XCOM. And yeah, because I mean, the new one, they, they've they've stripped apparently a load of the old content out. Like, yeah. um, you used to have a time-based move system, yes. so you'd, you could do a certain amount of actions for the points you had, but now you've got two actions. Yeah. Which uh, you have to move first and then take an action, because if you take an action, it wastes your whole turn. Yep. Um, in fact, um, I saw a description of it, which was that it's a turn-based action game, yep. which is much a much more accurate description Yes, it is. Um, of the new XCOM. And also, the AI is completely buggy, because if you move your... The AI doesn't take a turn like it did in the old games. Yeah. It um they just sit somewhere waiting to be revealed and then get their game breaking free move. Yes. Um but if you So it's like walking onto a landmine. Yeah. Effectively, yeah. Also, those landmines can teleport into your squad because they don't <laughs> patrol on a set path. They teleport around set points on a patrol path. Yes. So if you park on one of those points, um, a cyber disc, say, or a chrysalid can just teleport into the middle of your dudes and if they don't move, they don't reveal, which means they won't get shot. If so, they can just kill some of wow. the guys for free. Welcome to X. It's annoying. It's really annoying. And the, the original games didn't have anything like that. I'm like, why? 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 You destroyed my dreams. Well, you get just... E3 gave this like 20 awards and I'm like, how? How did you give it 20 awards? Were you blind? I know, and like all the reviewers um, online have been raving about it. I'm like, it is still a fun game. Yeah. Don't get me wrong; I've played, I've played too much of it to say it's not a fun game. But I'll tell but... you something: not a man. Uh, there'll be very few of them, you know, or maybe even not a man Jack amongst all those reviewers who's actually played the original. True, I suppose. Uh, Rock paper shotgun. Uh, their guys had played <laughs> the original, but they still gave it a glowing review. Ah, so I don't and know. There is one man Jack. <laughs> there is one. We we tally it up on yes. the chalkboard. Just one lone little scratch. Just yes. there you go. There's one. There's always one. Yeah. Anyway, cybernetic enhancement that I would like to see. I want an eyeball that sees round corners. Yep. I I love that, but I really want telekinesis, grav gun, and a portal gun. Grav gun in my left hand, uh, right hand, portal gun in my left. 
I'm cool. So that means you could do the whole, uh, you know, the cartoon moment where he steps off the edge of the precipice and freezes. You could do that to yourself mm-hmm. and then hold up your own sign saying, yikes. Could you use it? Could you? Oh, wait, no, physics. Yeah. Zero point <laughs> gravity going. Could you? Could? Oh, wait, no, physics. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ruining been... everyone. I hate dreams. when physics ruins my fun. <laughs> Israel? I want go-go gadget legs. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, it's funny because he's really short. Yeah. <laughs> and the best part is I'm still the tallest in my family. We're like the borrowers. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why you were carrying spindles of thread. <laughs> Israel's car is shaped like a teapot. <laughs> Don't have a car. <laughs> I have a teapot. That was actually like a wheels. camel. <laughs> you have a teapot shaped like a camel. Is that what you're on about? You said you've got a car shaped like a teapot. Yeah. Right, there we go. I've got a car in the shape of a camel. You've got a car in the shape of a camel. You, you are Egyptian, aren't you? Yeah. It is a camel. Well, then maybe you just have a camel. <laughs> yeah. That's Not what, being racist. That's what I was hinting at, Phil. That's what I was hinting at. God, Israel, stop being racist, you racist. <laughs> All right, pick the geek then. Your top three. Gaming cyborgs or games involving cybernetics, which should be easier. Well, Becca went with human resources. Yeah. You went with the original. Yeah. Um, I can't think of any. What about gaming cyborgs themselves? Oh, what about what about big daddies? Were they not mildly cyborgic? Actually, they, they were. They were grafted into the suits. Well, there we go. Yeah, they were. So, gra- that's really good. Big cyborgs, daddies. Yeah. They are brilliant, brilliant things. They are terrifying. And, pff, oh, what was that? Why is everything breaking? Oh, no. Yeah. It's early yeah. in the game when you have that first moment when you bust out of the little pod and all you get is a wrench. Yeah. And you're sat there with your wrench. That's it. Like, you're sat with a wrench. This giant thing anything. goes through the wall <laughs> yeah. and you're like, eh? Run away. <laughs> How about you, Israel, before we wrap up this section? Games. Yeah. Top top three cy- gaming cyborgs or games involving cyborgs? Hmm. Or cybernetic enhancements. Cyborg. And you can say gadget and the gadgetinis. I will allow you to say that. Gadget Even though it's an awful game. It's an awful game. Even though it's for kids, it's still an awful game. Even the kids say it's an awful game. Whoever made it deserves to be crucified. Well, let's do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I really don't know. I'm quite confused right now. <laughs> okay, it's you swiveling that chair on him. That's no. what it is. <laughs> Rob just lost me at chips earlier. <laughs> yeah. Becca? I already went. With We've it. already done. That's us done, yeah, yeah? That's us done. We are coming back into the television section on The Geek Show. If you've got any questions, anything you want to ask us, anything you want to do, hit us up on thegeekshow.co.uk. On the right-hand side, we do have a chat box. This is live every Monday, 6 until 8. Now we have Kenichi Hatsusubara uh, with Bloody Tears from Castlevania uh, with an Automatic Jack remix. Hi, I'm Stuart Samita. I'm here at Animex all the way from California, and you are listening to The Geek Show. Yes. He's so happy, happy Israel. Israel. Ah. Yeah. This, this first, I'm very um, happy. What? Oh, what, what am I going for my, my yeah. previous statement? Okay. Yeah, go, go for the first question. <laughs> yeah, the, the first question's a bit terrifying. It's which TV cyborg would you like least to meet <laughs> in a dark alley? My answer yes. was inf- instantly 
the Cylon skin jobs because I'd be captured for the creepy baby farm. I don't really want to be captured for the creepy baby farm. Becca's two main fears. Cylons in a dark alley and babies. Yeah, children. Children, children. are not a cool thing. Yes. Children are evil. They're just irrational. They're entirely just... illogical and cannot be consoled by any means possible. But you, but yet you insist on going to conventions. Yeah. Well, <laughs> valid point. Rob's got me there. Mm, Sorry. Man-child. Yes. No, What's going no. on? <laughs> yes. What? What's going on? No, just just man-child at conventions makes me think of terrible, terrible examples of human beings. You know who you are. Bathe more. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you knew, knew you knew kids don't like baths or washers in general. Yeah. <laughs> Some kids apparently like you dogs. Can't get out the bath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I love <laughs> washing dogs. They look like the saddest creatures ever. No, no. Just Why like, are no, you no. doing this to me? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Do- dogs, uh, dogs are uh, uh, dogs pale in comparison to. A cat that has just had a wash. <laughs> okay, yeah, that is. The I know this creature. because my mom, when we had a cat years ago, she used to insist yep. that once a month the cat had a wash, <laughs> <laughs> and there is nothing sorrier than a cat that has just come out of our, uh, come out of the bathtub. There's a crazy Swedish lady who has invented, yes, invented apparently a cat washer. Now, oh, it's, you, it's a washing machine, is it, isn't it? Is it like no, a washing machine? No, it's you even worse. You just put it worse. in and close the door. Do you know what is it? it is? It's a fabric bag. What? She's ah! <laughs> she... drowning cats in bags! She's going to suffocate. <laughs> no, no, its head is poking out the bag. And she it literally just said the cat can't claw her eyes out while she rinses it in this fabric bag. And all you can see is the cat's face. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing this? Just like, I hate you. I, Sorry, where, what was that article again about removing post-traumatic yep. stress disorder? <laughs> <laughs> there, there is. There is most definitely... A cat washer and a dog washer, which is basically a giant washing machine. You put them in this gas chamber, right, pretty much. It's like an oven, right? You put them in it, you close them, you push the button, and it just starts squirting them with water. And the cats get in it. And you, there's, there's, there's an animated gif from this. And you, the cat's like, why have you put me in here? What are you doing? Stop being stupid. I'm a cat. I'm really cool. I've, oh my god! Oh my god! There's water everywhere. Have you seen the other version of that? Well, it's a bit like that bag that you've just said, <laughs> except it, you know those saunas that pe- that people get into. It's just the head sticking yeah. out, and the rest of it's just a box with the yeah. person inside. Oh, yeah. Somebody's uh, somebody actually invented a version of that for cats and dogs. <laughs> And all you see is a cat head sticking out of a box and the expressions on their faces and on the dog's face is like, what? Do you reckon that's what banana leaf use? (laughs) When they're they're drying out your sweet and sour chicken, it's really not. No. No, I'll I'll tell you something. If they could, they would quote Jesus, Father, why hast thou forsaken me? (laughs) We had a deal. Exactly. (laughs) Slow cooking. (laughs) <laughs> You're vicious. The you. cat, not Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, back to TV. Cyborgs. Yes, yeah, cyborgs. Now that, now that, now that would you least like to meet in a dark alley. Abu oh. Hamza. 
Apa <laughs> Right, okay. My entire premise on cyborgs revolves around one augmentation makes you part part artificial, part human. Israel went, does that mean Abu Hamza? I <laughs> <laughs> can just see the headlines. Islamic cyborg on trial for terrorism. <laughs> I'll give you two camels for him. <laughs> well, he's only got two appendages. He exactly. Can only count yeah. two. He can only count I just two. count on my fingers. Oh. That was the joke. Well... He's not that funny, but, you know, I'm, I'm hooked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we There's even always a question mark of Abu Hamza. There's always a question mark of... Whenever Abu Hamza raises his hands, yeah. there's always a question mark over his head. <laughs> I think we broke Israel. <laughs> it's a good terrorist joke, <laughs> It's funny because, you know, he's an evil, evil man. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, Abu Hamza, legitimate, wouldn't want to meet ever. Never mind yes. Dark Alley. What about you, Phil? Oh, I don't know. I can't, you can't take Abu Hamza. Hamza. Abu Hamza's already taken. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, the Queen Mother. The Queen Mother. <laughs> well, I thought the Queen Mother was a reptile lady. No, no, no. To all the nutters. Uh, the number of times dead. she's been in hospital, she, w- she was like... The six million dollar man oh, is like the six million dollar queen mum. <laughs> you know, it was it literally was. We can rebuild you. We'll make you faster, stronger. She'd come out, and I swear she had like Terminator, you know, Predator vision when she came out. But up the side was like a gin meter. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the mummy returns. My friend, yeah, the mummy, the grandmummy, grandmummy. <laughs> yes. Um, my friend James's crazy ex girlfriend, uh, who has a pacemaker. She's a cyborg. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to meet a soulless beast. You don't <laughs> want to meet her in a dark alley, dear. Nope. <laughs> Every soulless beast. Nick okay. Griffin with his fake eye. What Wrong. about the What about the bog? Nobody wants to meet the bog. Oh hey, how are you? Oh no, I've been assimilated. <laughs> How's it going? Oh no, don't no last but oh. oh. No, no, don't touch me with that. No. <laughs> Not the bad touch. Do you know, if, when I was a kid, I, it was the Cybermen. I would have automatically said the Cybermen. Didn't want to meet them in a dark alley. Really? Yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid, Doctor Who was like the big scary thing on TV. Cybermen are terrifying. Even more so I don't black find them white. scary, no. It's like, no, okay, no. okay, you're big, you're heavy, but a little bit of a push and over you go. Well, what about... Get the... back up, turtle. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about the If Power you ever Ranger bump into Rob... <laughs> The Power Ranger Daleks. Yeah, the new Daleks what? look like Power oh, Rangers. Oh yeah, it's like it, it, when they when they all appeared. It was the it was the World War Two episode with Winston Churchill, and, <laughs> and they all they... appeared at the end. And all you expect to see was like fireworks and you know multicolored smoke, and all of them just suddenly striking these really weird, cool poses. When Va- <laughs> when Vladimir Putin walks away from well, anything, and then they magically combine into one giant <laughs> into Dalek. one Megazord da- Megazord Dalek. <laughs> You know when Val- well that was the other thing Vladimir Putin walking away from things always makes whatever he's walking away from look like it's about to explode. Yes, it looks like an action hero. It's like doom, doom. He's walking away from this helicopter, and you're like, oh, it's gonna blow up. We're all gonna die. Yes. Do you think Vladimir Putin's a cyborg? No, I just think he's ex Spetsnaz and ex KGB. Yeah, no. the guy, uh, the guy does judo and wrestles bears. 
and Let's goes out that. topless hunting with rifles for weekends. Yes, <laughs> because he's a manly yeah. man, there and there's people, nothing there's yeah. nothing homoerotic about going out a topless on a weekend to shoot your rifle on his own. <laughs> On his own. With maybe yeah. the odd bit of bear wrestling. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Bear wrestling. There was a club like that in Newcastle, wasn't there? Never mind. Right. No, hang on. There was a club like that in Newcastle? Yeah, I was going to say there are many clubs like that in Newcastle. Anybody want to wrestle a bear? All the bears. Anyone wrestle a bear? Right. And it's just all the contestants of the biggest loser. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> How much would the $6 million man... <laughs> you know, how much would it cost to rebuild the six million dollar man? Um, and who would you like to play the role? Basically, nowadays, mm. how much would it cost to make him? It'd be right. the six billion dollar man. I've not seen the six million dollar man, so I don't know. Both legs replaced point. with cybernetic legs, one arm replaced with a cybernetic arm, and one eye replaced with a cybernetic eye. I'd say about, okay. I'd say about thirty grand. Thirty grand. Thirty grand. That's all. Have you have you have you seen the guys that are entering the Olympics at the moment with the blades for legs? Yeah, they yeah, are running. Crazy. Guys, yeah. They are running faster than Usain Bolt, near enough, and they are disabled. Yeah. They're not allowed to enter the actual Olympics because apparently <laughs> the bottom half of their legs don't get tired. Yeah, that yeah. is actually a legitimate thing issued by the Olympic yeah. Council. Yeah. Oh, and because of physics and angles and them running on springs. Yeah. yeah. Slanted. <laughs> lightweight carbon fiber springs. Yes, they should be running against antelope instead of using bolt. <laughs> anyway, antelope, yes. chicken um, and rice and peas so and corn. <laughs> if you if you were going to rebuild the six million dollar man in the modern age, how much would it cost? Or what would you replace his parts with? I would I would I would build <laughs> Hugh Hefner <laughs> with Stanley mixed. I think we should just breed Hugh Hefner and Stanley. Then he'd be Hefley. Hugh. <laughs> <laughs> Stu Hefley. <laughs> Stu Hefley. <laughs> I think Phil's having a heart attack. <laughs> no, Phil's having a brain hemorrhage. <laughs> I want to go. Oh. <laughs> late, Phil. And we, and we are getting up to help him. We're just sitting here and laughing at him. Yeah. You're uh, all on... You're, well, actually, Becca's not on a seat. Yes. <laughs> I'm just laid on the floor with a microphone today. And a guitar case. I'm laid okay. on a guitar. How rock and roll is that? I'm, <laughs> I'm laying on a guitar. No. Who would you want to play the $6 million man if they ever made a new movie? Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner? Yeah, As get him. $6 million man. Yeah, because he could do with some new legs and maybe a heart. And <laughs> not, he hasn't got one to start with. He's an empty, soulless beast. <laughs> How do you think he has so many girlfriends? This is true. <laughs> <laughs> what about Israel? Who do you the like to see play the yeah, six million dollar man? Stephen Hawking. <laughs> that is a good answer. We were all thinking it. Yeah. No. No, it was just <laughs> you. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, like, maybe it was just me, but yeah, Stephen Hawking, that'd be pretty fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> Stephen Hawking would be boss as the six million exactly. dollar man. Wait, don't go. <laughs> do you, no, no, no. Well. Do you know what would be amazing? <laughs> You know what would be amazing if Stop he had, right there, you know, you know, on the six million dollar man, they had that sound effect when he was running, going, duh, 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 duh. right. If they <laughs> attached that to Stephen Hawking's wheelchair, so whenever he was moving, it went, duh, 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 duh. that would be awesome. Oh, well, that guy that you're <laughs> on about that got a milk float to go like, 
Oh, no, yes. That... Do you remember the guy who uh, did the uh, the old people's uh, the old person scooter? Uh, he managed to get it going like at like ninety miles an hour. Mobility oh, yeah. scooter. Yeah, the mobility scooter. He got it going down the <laughs> yeah, did exactly the same thing. Apparently, with the milk he did the same thing with the milk float. <laughs> <laughs> I like this man. <laughs> it's so, yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Who would you want to see play the six million dollar man? Becker. Who do you think would be good to play it? Or should it be the six million dollar woman? <laughs> Oh, where's Harry when you need it? <laughs> yeah, Harry, where are you? Go, we have, we feminism. Have no feminism left now. We have yes. no support for feminism. Yes. Because people will just turn to me and I'll go, but my Harry buddy's not here. He I, he can't just go, anger, anger, feminism. And I'll just go, I, I don't know. <laughs> Some things that people got angry over. <laughs> let, let us rephrase that for Becca. I don't care. Yeah, I don't really care. I'm not much of a feminist. Um... I don't know. I, I honestly don't know, actually. I don't know who would make a good cyborg. I, would you pick someone who's already really cool? Like, um... See, I'd go for, I would go for Richard Dean Anderson. I would go for MacGyver. Oh, no! <laughs> He'd have to fix himself. Exactly! <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be fantastic. That would be so good. MacGyver. First he, fix, first he disarms bombs with paper clips. What then he travels to the other ends of the universe through wormholes, and now he's a cyborg. <laughs> How's that for a career path? If you wanted a really hench person to do it, you could get Christopher Judge to do it. Nah, I reckon Richard you Dean Anderson. You could do it, Israel. Uh, yeah, I could do it. I, I'd be a bit taller. Israel is massively hench right now. Yeah. <laughs> what about someone stupid yeah. like... Um, Jason Statham or someone like that. Oh, no. Jason Statham. Not the stat. Yeah. <laughs> well, what would he do with, you know, cybernetic legs and a cybernetic arm? Imagine if he did it with a guy that did, like, Ali G. <laughs> <laughs> that, Ali G. That, that'd be great. Ali G, like, with, like, metal all over him. Like, way. Yeah. No, Bruno or Borat. No. <laughs> Bruno or Borat as a cyborg. Yeah. That would be impressive. Bruno. The cyborg. Oh, hi. Yeah. Oh, well, God. If you wanted a really hot cyborg, Zoe okay. de Chanel. There we go. That would be a pretty hot cyborg. Who? Zoe, Zoe de Chanel. Who's that? New, New girl. girl. 500 Days of Summer. Not a clue. Oh, the... oh, Zooey is in the one that looks like every other girl ever. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Or, or you could go for the one or out Katie of two... Or Katy Perry bro- or whoever. Or you could go for the one out of two broke girls, which is uh, Zoe Deschanel, but with boobs. <laughs> oh, is she the other Zooey one that yeah. l- they look yeah. identical? With boobs. But with boobs. With yes. boobs. Right. Anyway, top three, fa- top three TV cyborgs. And these don't have to be your favourite. These can be the ones you hate the most as well. I'll your mama. Off. Okay. Um... TV, yes. Cybermen, Daleks, and the Bog scared the crud out of me. Unbelievable amounts. Israel? Um, I'm trying to think. What about Maya? Hmm? The yeah. ship. Maya. Maya. Oh, Maya. Maya's not. Maya's actually alive. She's. She's actually naturally that way. All oh, right. Okay. We no, no, no. She has cyber, cybernetic implants, doesn't she? No, that was her son, Talon. All oh, right, okay, yeah. I'm a, I'm a battleship, lal. What about the replicators? 
They 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 have r- known that they yeah. they are one hundred percent robotic. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe not. <laughs> maybe it's not a cyborg. Maybe not. What about the bog? Oh, sorry, oh just, you've I already said that. the bog. Yeah, what about bogs? Scare the Jesus out of me. We know that. Oh yeah, <laughs> slow one. I'm call that for a reason. Becca, slow and purposeful. Uh, Cylons all the way. I I really like them. Skin factories. Yeah. Uh, and I think for ones I really dislike, definitely the Daleks. I just think they're rubbish. Yeah, I don't like the Daleks. <laughs> oh no! Well, yeah, my girlfriend said the same. She was like, "Oh no, it's the Daleks again." Yeah. 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 <laughs> As if it's 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 not even a surprise anymore. Yeah, I mean, when you get right down to it, Star Trek and Doctor Who really have cornered everything. I can't think of SG one of an SG, of a Stargate episode where they had cyborgs. Yeah, but I don't know. I, don't know. I honestly can't. I, think I, of I know one. Doctor Who's been around a lot longer than SG one, but SG one is just so much better in the mix. It's because it had MacGyver in it. It, it makes Doctor Who it, look isn't like SG1 a one the longest running sci-fi TV series sci-fi consecutive TV years. Yeah, bro. It's like, not the long, longest running sci-fi franchise, but it's the longest. It's the one that's run the longest for consecutive years. Yeah, but like, even though like some of the storylines after a while get a bit predictable, like, <laughs> a bit it, rubbish. Yeah, but like it's, I don't know. I, still think I don't know. I still think Window Opportunity was a brilliant episode. Oh no, it's the one's pregnant. The, the, it's the, the one where they keep uh, where uh, they keep repeating the same day. Yeah, that that was one of the most annoying episodes. <laughs> oh, isn't that the one where MacGyver gets off with Sam? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one where uh, it's the one where they do the longest uh, the longest drive in history because they hit the golf ball through the wormhole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty fun. Like, that's exactly what I'd want to do. Yeah. Uh anyway, Moving on, I think it's time for a song. Brushy, brushy, so. brushy. I think it's time for a song, Phil. Oh, but that means I need to get up from laying down. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no way. That's not rock and roll. <laughs> Getting up. Get up. Stand up. Get up. It's more reggae. I'm pretty sure the magic geek ball just said meth. Meth. <laughs> <laughs> we are in Middlesbrough. Well, <laughs> the, 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 magic, the magic geek ball. <laughs> the, the, the magic, magic geek, geek ball is full of... Uh, um, Meth. <laughs> Meth, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm Susan Arndt, and you're listening to The Geek Show on 104.5 CVFM, because you have excellent taste. Hey there, and welcome back to The Geek Show. Oh, hey there. Hi there. Uh, yes, on thegeekshow.co.uk oh, yeah. and on CVFM. Now, Hello. animation. And we'll add graphic literature to this so we can have our round table properly. Okay, Has cool. Ghost in the Shell killed off the competition in the East? I I would say yeah. Yeah, because to be honest, it was it was huge, it was really popular, it was innovative at the time, and then everything else did the classic thing um, in that genre, which was make it more like Ghost in the Shell. Or like the par- problem current games are having, which is, you know, make it more like modern warfare make it more or RPGs when Final Fantasy 7 came out was make it more like Final Fantasy 7 you know yeah Ghost in the Shell became a bit of that I think became kind of like a, a Israel a hasn't death. seen Ghost in the no, Shell I've not seen it I've not even heard of it before like this 
Which is why I'm going to bring the DVDs with me. Yeah, yeah, week. I've got a lot of uh, watching and reading to get done. <laughs> Rob's just going to like pile things on you every yeah, week. Exactly. Yes. You get homework. You still haven't worked through. The, you still haven't worked through everything I gave you, have you? No, I might. I have like a, a two terabyte hard drive, uh, and I gave it to Rob, and Rob put some things on it, and there's you know a fair amount of stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, really I filled up. I filled up a quarter of her hard drive. Yeah. In the sp- in no time at all. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Ghost in the Shell. Thing is, there's very few cyborgs actually in anime. Uh, it's really weird because Ghost in the Shell is so popular. Um, I mean, there's a series called Cyborg 009, which, to be honest, I didn't find that good. But <coughs> some people liked it. Most the pity. Ghost in the Shell, really dark, really mature, really intelligent. Especially the TV series. You know, standalone complex and second gig. Second gig. And, you know, really, really nice to look at, really beautiful at times as well. But really, you know, it's really a story of our times, you know, and maybe the near future. Mm, yeah. And the strange thing is, nobody actually, as soon as it came out, everyone was like, okay, we must never touch cyborgs again. You know, we must never tread on their toes. We must not get in their way. I'm like, well, we cannot go back to the Holy you know, Grail. Uh, is it is it like production IG, uh, like Yakuza or something like that? You know, <laughs> are they going to send the boys around if you make another if you make another show involving cyborgs that is dark and gritty and intelligent? No, but nobody listens because apparently production IG are Yakuza or mafia or something like that. Yakuza, yes. Anyway, moving on. What Inspector Gadget enhancement would you like to see in real life? Well, Israel's already uh, <laughs> Yeah, go, go, Gadget legs. Oh, we we know worked. what Phil's thinking automatically. <laughs> go, go, Gadget. Yeah. Go, go, Gadget. Well, I, I, here. Yeah, I, I, I've i told this story before. I was in Edinburgh at the Fringe Festival. That wasn't festival. the best phrasing for that, Rebecca. <laughs> Um, I was I was in Edinburgh. It was a festival, <laughs> and there was there was a performer uh, coming on stage, and we didn't actually know what she was. Yeah, uh, and she ended up starting to take off her clothes. Uh, <laughs> well, it was a burlesque act, okay, as and, they do. And it was very funny, and it was really really good. And it was, she was like, "Go go gadget arms," and she brought out fly swatters from under her coat. I went, "Uh uh uh, it's arms." She's like, "Go go gadget eyes." And then, like, you know, those glasses where yeah. the springs come out. And then she went, go, go, gadget, boobies. Way. <laughs> and, and she opened her top and slinkies fell out. <laughs> and I was like, my favorite now are go, go, gadget, boobies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I think uh, Inspector Gadget would have been a very different cartoon if that was the case. Yep. <laughs> uh, Does he have a, a camera somewhere on his body that you can just take pictures with? Oh, well, that's massively voyeuristic. Well, I'm sure. No, just because I always forget to take my camera anywhere, so it'd be handy just to have one built in so I can go, I should probably take a photo of this. There we go. I, no, you know what, Becca? Be I like, think they call it memory. No, um, it should be like the guy uh, Israel was telling us about earlier. Oh, yeah, basically, I was reading this uh, Body Modifications magazine, and basically, this guy, he lives in America, Yeah, had a, had a go with his dad's shotgun, shot a pile of cow crap. And blinded himself, getting cow crap in his eye. So basically, what happened was he had an artificial eye, and a bunch of scientists in America decided, right, we'll do this cool thing. So basically, now his artificial eye is actually a Bluetooth camera, which is in his eye socket. 
which then obviously has like uh, a layer over it so it looks like a proper eye but he can take pictures with it and then send it to like his phone or laptop or whatever and instant drunken facebook yes. photo <laughs> yeah exactly and then and then when they actually take pictures of him because of the camera or whatever because of the bluetooth or yeah. some stuff like that um, he always comes up with like one red eye so they call him the cyborg <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this led to beautiful That's discussion mint. if you want to be yes. a cyborg shoot cow crap <laughs> this led to a beautiful discussion about in order to take the photos he would have to tug on his ear yeah he'd have a wire attached from his eye to his ear <laughs> he'd have to pull his ear and the zoom function could be pressing his nose <laughs> so you just see him just going like alright hunch up stand still and then just grabbing his ear and pushing his nose <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, what an idiot! <laughs> it could work. It might be. It might actually work like that. We don't know. <laughs> so you want a, a, a camera yeah, somewhere, I would, I would like a built-in camera, <laughs> a built-in ca- a camera built-in somewhere. somewhere. We, it's somewhere, somewhere easy to get. To. <laughs> Magic somewhere Eagle, I would suggest somewhere sensible. <laughs> Magic Eagle says score. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Magic Geek, for <laughs> portraying me till the end. Why? Do you know? I'd like this. I'd like the skits. <laughs> yeah, the go-go That's an accident waiting to happen, Rob. <laughs> no, <laughs> speaking of turtle, way, <laughs> mate. I can skate. <laughs> really? I used to play. I used to play roller hockey. Now that I'd pay to see. Now there's a key key phrase that you used to. <laughs> used to. <laughs> back when TV was still black and white. <laughs> and people communicated via Morse code. No, before I took one too many hits to the knee playing rugby. All right, well. <laughs> that as well. I used to be a rugby player like you. Oh, God, no, no. Now me and Phil are basically walking injuries. We know that. Oh, my God, seriously. Rugby ruins you for the rest of your life. Yeah. I can, like, you can't stand up without things cracking and clicking. And oh yeah! Breaking. If I kneel like, down, but if I kneel down on my right knee for too long, I can't actually move my right knee. It's 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 unarmed combat for <laughs> for under 18s. It's, it's brilliant though. I think people. It also do teaches it. you how to shoulder charge somebody and really make it hurt. <laughs> yeah, it teaches you an awful lot about physics because if you don't figure it out quickly, you'll get hurt. Yes, <laughs> yes, you will. Yeah. Okay. Moving on, uh, we'll throw in the graphic literature here. So we can, uh, actually, let's do a quick pick of the geek. Your favourite cartoon or anime uh, involving cybernetics? Mojo Jojo. Technically, he is a cyborg. Mojo Jojo. He's also an awful villain. Yes, he's rubbish. He's really. This is really open to the shout box as well. There's not yep. what you think. I'll go with the uh, latest Avengers cartoon. Because, uh, well, we're going to talk about this in a bit. Uh, Iron Man, he could be classed as a cyborg. Okay. Becca? Uh, I honestly don't know. I I honestly can't think of the last animated thing I watched that wasn't Ghost in the Shell that had a cyborg in it. Okay. I genuinely can't think of one. Because I was going to say Ghost in the Shell as well. It's the easiest one to think of. It's the only one I can think of. <laughs> this uh, is this is why I asked. You know, has it killed off the competition? And it seems like it has. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame, though. It's a really good idea. I love it. Coming back to what you said, bit of graphic literature here. Is Iron Man a cyborg? Well, earlier on. Going by your definition, Phil. Right, okay. My definition of cyborg is 
any human which has been augmented in one way with a mechanical part. So I'm on about Tony Stark with his arc reactor uh, that's putting there to stop him dying from uh, the shrapnel going to his heart or uh, the guy with the robotic eye or uh, a pacemaker or even the people that have had the magnets implanted in their finger, which we discussed last week, which actually gives them a sense of uh, a sixth sense of actual magnetic but fields. Uh, but, I mean, so. this is lapping into the, the round table discussion yeah. a bit, so I guess we'll introduce it a bit here and then talk about yeah. it in well, a we second. Have, we but, have um, ten minutes left, so, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, I, I personally think that there, there's a line. Like, you, you have to have a, a large majority of your internal vital systems replaced. All your limbs. Me- mechanical parts, all your limbs. So you'd, would you say 50% mechanical? I'd, I, I, I would say around that, yeah. It's, it's where I the would line have said a blown. third. A third mechanical. Yeah. Well, Ezra, where it's, do you it's stand in there? I don't quite know. I, yeah. I'm more inclined to go with like if you've had an enhancement. An enhancement, so the same as myself. Yeah, I'd probably say one enhancement. Okay, so we've got two and two. Obviously, hit us up on the chat box on thegeekshow.co.uk with what you guys think. Yeah, uh, let us know if you think Abu Hamza should be classified as a cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is really know. the key issue here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the Geek Show getting to the this core of the modern, <laughs> new, modern <laughs> politics. If in doubt, Abu Hamza. Yes. <laughs> Keeping you up <laughs> with current affairs. That, you know, actually, <laughs> you know, on the subject of uh, of pacemakers, as a as a security uh, consultant uh, gave a ch- gave a talk in Amer- in Australia, and he actually worked out a way, and he's not publicised it because he doesn't want anybody t- taking his idea and killing people with it. He worked out a way to access pacemakers wirelessly and have them converted to deliver an yeah. 830 volt charge which would kill the person heard this, it was inside yeah. so if you have a pacemaker you can now be wirelessly hacked and destroyed you're yes. screwed good luck yes uh so yeah <laughs> yeah pacemakers <laughs> combustible okay. pacemakers should cybernetics play a bigger part in superhero comics now the reason i ask this is because i was trying to think of Superheroes who are, you know, superheroes or supervillains who are cyborgs. There's Doc Octopus, who's a cyborg, and then there's Cyborg from DC, who's part of the Teen Titans, and that was it. The problem is, comics often have this horrible problem that they don't base them in a a good enough background. They don't give them a good enough build-up. They don't have the continuing story. They don't have that nice weaving-together plot. They just disappear off into random town and the the cybernetics are always blamed on something ridiculous and unexplainable he was in an explosion in like a machine shop and suddenly he merged with all of the tools and he became drill man (laughs) honestly yeah that's the kind of rubbish I'm talking about yeah that that level of stupidity he became craft design and technology (laughs) man no not him. It is I, D&T man. CDT man. <laughs> he became a B&Q employee. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be the super, that'd be the superhero duo, B&Q. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he works in B&Q by day. <laughs> and by night he has a dirty sweatshop out the back. <laughs> so what would happen His then? secret hideout would be called Hombis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Some mature cheddar going about here. Cheese. 
<laughs> one, of, one of my friends. One of my friends went to the Wensleydale factory the other day. Well, actually right. went to the where, Wensleydale. Yeah, where, factory. where they make Wensleydale, okay? And Gromit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they asked their family, "What do they want? Do would you like us to get you something from the Wensleydale factory?" <laughs> and their family went. What, like cheese? (laughs) (laughs) They went, went, yes, yes, like cheese. No, can you you bring me back a pencil instead? This is is the thing. They went, cheese? I went to the Wensleydale factory and all I got was this pencil. (laughs) (laughs) I've killed Rob, apparently. (laughs) Well, they went to the Wensleydale factory and they went, cheese? Yes, cheese. And they went, oh, I'd like some brie and cheddar, please. (laughs) (laughs) From the Wensleydale factory. No! (laughs) I don't... No! (laughs) (laughs) All right. On that note, Phil, should we take a break for a song? Come back for the round table. Oh, that's us. We've got ten minutes to run. All right, so we'll do the round table then. Let's do the round table now if we're doing it. How much of the body needs to be replaced before a person is officially a cyborg? Okay. um, Rob's Rob's quid's in for a third. Mine's for 50% 50 or a little bit under. Okay. And mine is uh, one one enhancement. And augmentation. Yeah. See, I don't think that uh, that works because... There are millions of people with pacemakers. Yeah. There are millions yeah. of people. Then they are cyborgs. That doesn't that doesn't make them that doesn't make them any less cyborgy because there's powerful. lots of them now. It's and cool beans and cyborgs. So what 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 part of having a heart that's not supposed to beat beating is, is not an enhancement, is not a superpower. You are supposed to be dead. Yes. Yes, <laughs> but they are not, their heart is not stronger. It just keeps running. Yeah. They yes. can't. They yeah, can't. They have improved. You know, they, they, they don't have improved get themselves. They should be strength. dead. Yeah. That, that's it. They have improved their standard I mean, level. It's not like yeah, the pacemaker like, is set on hummingbird and they suddenly start wafting the rounds <laughs> like that and going for nectar. <laughs> That'd <laughs> be hilarious. Um, honestly, it? I think like the motto of the cyborg should be harder, better, faster, stronger. Yes, that would that would be the cyborg. Yes, you know it, has it, it to is be the an six enhancement. million dollar man. We can rebuild you. We'll make you faster, stronger. Yeah, you know it is. But that, that. That, that's it. That's it. People that have weak hearts, that's their baseline. Anything up from there is better, faster, harder, stronger. Yeah, but they haven't well, been rebuilt. Poo. No, they, 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 they haven't have, been rebuilt. This is the thing. Two seconds, like, Becca. Are you arguing this point because you feel jealous that those poor people have been enhanced, but no, not no. yourself? They've been upgraded to not so great. To human, congratulations, yes. guys, on being cyborgs. Well, yeah, yeah. So we they're, they're at the same level as the rest of us, exactly. The but that, I mean, okay. Let's say let's t- let's oh, take so, Abu so Hamza for a second. <laughs> let's take Abu Hamza no. for a second. No, no, no let's take. No, 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 no. Already took him. He's no, got two hook I hands. I don't want to have to All say. All he it, has is hook hands. It's not like they spin. It's not like he's got the you know he can fire them and grapple from building to building. <laughs> Interchangeable <laughs> things. He only wishes. Like no, hang on. You know, enter the dragon. Enter the dragon. The guy has a fake hand. He he swaps his hands. He's got like knife hand, bear claw hand. He's got like solid steel hand that he uses to chop people. He's more of a cyborg than Abu Hamza. All I can see is Abu Hamza with two Wiimote attachments in my <laughs> <Yeah>. hand. <laughs> to be Sorry. fair, the only other attachment Abu Hamza's ever going to have is a butt plug. <laughs> oh, oh, a 
apologies to anybody offended. I like, <laughs> but, but it may be know, my fist. You know so, uh, I'm you doing well this about? week. I've mentioned meth, <laughs> Abu Hamza and Buttplug <laughs> on air. Well, uh, once road. again, apologies yes. to anybody listening. The Geek Show. Yeah. Off com. Yes, the Geek Show. Bring, uh, you know, uh, pushing the bounds of taste. <laughs> anyway. Oh, you know one. what I was thinking of when I was saying Abu Hamza doesn't fire off his grapple like hooks and swing from building to building. We're all about is, Abu Hamza. <laughs> in my head is Why? just Edna Mode going no capes, no capes, <laughs> no capes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we used to be a respectable show, talking about animus. Then I joined <laughs> and Naruto. <laughs> and now it's. Well, this is better than talking about Naruto. And now we're on about Abu Hamza's <laughs> bottom implements. <laughs> and sw- while he's swinging from building to building. Abu Hamza's costume. With no capes. <laughs> we need to make that into a game. What's that game? You know Spider-Man? Or what, what's, what's, what's the Oh, one? no. Spider-Man. What's, what's, what's the guy that's... Yeah, Spider-Abu Hamza. Spider-Hamza. Spider-Hamza. Radioactive Spider-Hamza. Swinging from building to building. My nephew is currently playing... you do like a suicide dive and crash into the side of a building? My no, that's... My nephew is currently playing <laughs> Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. Let's not do that. Yeah. My nephew is currently Apologies. playing Ultimate Spider-Man. <laughs> just thinking what just if happened? someone put a mod for that, for Ultimate Ultimate Abu Hamza. Ultimate Abu Hamza. Uh, and for, this, for the download, this will be massively edited. Apologies. Yeah. <laughs> apologies get genuine apologies to him. anybody. That I'm gets probably not line. even going to get invited back next week. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Phil Becker and no one else. <laughs> Rob and probation period name here. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, well, back to wild. the question. <laughs> oh, no! No! <laughs> right, go on. How much of the body needs to be uh, replaced before a person is officially... As cyborg? long as we can make a video game out of them, it's... <laughs> the Actually, guy- speaking of which, my lecturer told me like the best thing today. He was like, ultimately, it's a video game. So while the physics may be correct, it doesn't matter. Just make it look okay. So as long as it can look cool, you you can be a cyborg now. Apparently, that's fine. <laughs> so just just make it look the part. I, I got going back to the uh, going back to that. Is Stephen Hawking a cyborg? Yeah, he's no. the original cyborg. What's he? Stephen Hawking hasn't had any implants, he's as far as the, I'm aware. He's just got the voicey talking machine. Yeah, that's not which even which internal. is which is Twitch. Okay, hang on. What about those people who have the voice box? Don't say the cat is. Have to use that <laughs> microphone thing to be understood. No, nope, it's not an implant. It's not part of them. They've they had have their, to use it though. They, they have to have no. something implanted in it. No, no, they don't. They don't. They remove their voice box. No, they have to have something implanted in the <clears> neck <throat> so it can be picked up by this receiver. Is yeah. it mechanical in any way? Yes, it is. Yeah, because or no, electronic. I've seen the guy use one. Is on it battery books? powered? Uh, the thing in the neck isn't. That's just. That's just a. It's basically it picks up the vibrations of the airflow. <clears> yeah, and then they have to put something against yeah, it. Yeah, against it, and it translates into sound. And it sounds awful. Yeah. yeah, it does. It actually sounds like so, it sounds, sounds horrible. Gold I know smoke. because my uh, my yeah. one of my neighbours had one, um, but yeah, that doesn't enhance the body in any way. It just allows them to talk. Again, Is it's, that it's not being an brought up from a level of you know poo to yeah, basically human a level being. of not being human to being human. Not like Adam Jensen, you know. Most of you got blown up in an explosion, so we just we made you better. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's not like you can see through walls and punch through walls and grab the guy and go. Maybe you can. No, we don't want that. 
because Abu Hamza. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> Abu Hamza, Abu Hamza. Radioactive. No. I'm actually going to write a song for that for my band. It's going to happen. Abu Hamza. Oh. No, I'll do it acoustic. Acoustic. Acoustic Abu Hamza. Imagine Abu Hamza trying to play guitar. Israel dressed as Kurt Cobain. Like the candles. I'm not going to be dressed as Kurt Cobain. I'm going to dress as Saddam Hussein. Come as you are. For Abu Hamza. You should dress as Abu Hamza. Just sit there with right, two I, hooks I, I, and try and play a guitar. I'm going to have to turn these microphones off. Seriously, you guys. <laughs> you guys. Well, when oh, I had my gone. full beard, I actually looked like the guy from The Dictator. Yeah. <laughs> and then for Halloween, right? Uh, yeah, I actually dressed up as a terrorist. And then I had a... Sp- Why? Did you, I did, had a did you do the yodel? Out of my bag. Did you do the yodel? Yeah. Did you do no. that? Oh, no, but I had a sparkler sticking out of my bag and I had like a don't ask turban how I on to do that. And, and I said to a guy in the smoking area, do you have a light? His reaction <laughs> was great. <laughs> it was class. I'm running out of ideas for costumes this year. so I, I told him this year again. he should go as a Bedouin. He should buy himself some camel cigarettes and start bidding on people. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll give you two camels. <laughs> By the way, for anybody that doesn't know... Israel's from Egypt, so he can be as racist as he wants <laughs> about Egyptians selling camels and daughters. It's fine. We're not allowed to, because I'm a whitey-white. Seven no. of nine. <laughs> where, does, where did that even come Wait, what? Why seven of nine? The why? seventh wife of nine. <laughs> there we go, common denominator. That's what yeah. he was hoping seven or nine would have, be. Have we run out of time now? Yes, have we, I, have think we, have I think we're at the end of the show. Time into the gutter. Yeah. We have have a barely a minute, so... Right, okay. Coming up next week is our Halloween special. Our Halloween special. (laughs) Um, We can have all the bad puns and funny jokes and Halloween-based songs, including uh, Psy and uh, Gangnam Ghostbuster style. Yes, We should should play, like, a Halloween bingo. I'll I'll explain Halloween bingo when we're not on the air. Yes, okay. Okay, this Um, is good. If you want to talk to us, get in touch with us at The Geek Show... Uh, sorry, studio at thegeekshow.co.uk or studio. leave us a message on the chat box. Yep, studio at thegeekshow.co.uk or the chat box on the right-hand side yes. of thegeekshow.co.uk. We're also on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, which is at TGS underscore thegeekshow, yep. and on YouTube, which is uh, Geek Show Radio. Obviously, the easiest way to find all this is going to thegeekshow.co.uk. We have a link section on the page. Everything is on there. If you want to follow us, you want to listen to us, you want to do anything, we are there. That is us for this week. We are here every week, Monday, 6 until 8 on 104.5 FM and live on thegeekshow.co.uk. From myself, Phil, Abu mm-hmm. Hamza, <laughs> Jazz Hands, Jazz Hands, and uh, Becca. And good old Becca. And good old no, Becca. And physics. <laughs> and fi- oh, yeah, yeah, fine. We will see you guys next week, every week on the Geek Show 104.5 uh, FM and thegeekshow.co.uk. Unless we get <laughs> shut down, mouths stop working. Love you guys for playing out with Henry Home Suite with Enter 5D which is the title song from the album Enter 5D. See you guys next week. Bye, guys. I'm probably not going to be here next week.
For over 28 years, Aflac has been a champion, donating over $168 million to fight pediatric cancer and blood disorders, including sickle cell disease. This December, Aflac proudly joins 97.1 Wash FM and Children's National Hospital for the annual Wash for Kids Radiothon. Mark your calendars for December 14th and 15th for a heartwarming 14-hour live broadcast where you can join Aflac in their efforts to support the miracle work happening at Children's National. Save the date, tune in, and be a part of something extraordinary with Aflac.